0: Hello, and welcome to my little house of prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I thank you for bearing with me, but I just felt the Lord impress upon me to present this wonderful message of hope to you. The world today is chaotic. People are chaotic. Nature is chaotic. Look at a Storm LHead. Chaos can bring confusion and lack of hope. Ergo, the world becomes weary and depressed. But if you are a child of the Most High God, and Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life, there is hope and rest for your souls. I have a poem I share with everyone on Facebook, every year for Christmas. But this year, the Lord said to share it in the blog the podcast and the Bible study. But I need to give you the testimony that inspired this poem. It might've been the Christmas of 2010. I'm not sure, but my daughter walked in the living room and told me, mom, this is the worst Christmas ever. As I pondered this, the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, no. No, this is not nearly the worst Christmas ever. Then I penned this poem, The Worst Christmas Ever. As I was passing by, I heard someone say, this is the worst Christmas ever. How many times have we felt this in our hearts when asked to give something of ourselves unselfishly? especially at this time of year. Then I prayed. This is what came to my heart. Over 2,000 years ago, a father's heart broke. A father had the worst Christmas ever. His precious piece of him, created by him, was sent as a perfect gift to the world. His son, his only son, his gift was beaten, made fun of, ridiculed, stripped, and nailed to a tree to die. This was a father's worst Christmas ever. The father's name, Yehovah. The son's name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Sometimes we get caught up in the things that we forget the true reason we celebrate Christmas. When I was lost in a life of sin and not walking with the Lord, I absolutely hated Christmas. It always left me unsatisfied and lonely. I could never understand why. After I decided to follow after Christ, he totally reshaped my approach to Christmas. I no longer feel unsatisfied. I no longer am left feeling absolutely alone in the world. I have everything I need in Christ. He and I are very involved with each other. As you heard in an earlier post, the Holy Ghost had me bake a total of about 30 breads, (laughs) y'all. I tell you, I was wore out. I was wore out. (laughs) One for each of our church members with a Christmas card to go with it. But inside the card, I had to write, Oh, come let us break bread together. This came after my dear sister in Christ asked me why I chose to do this. And these words flew out of my mouth then a few days later we're looking at the calendar for the dates of upcoming doctor appointments that is when i noticed that christmas day was on sunday and it was the last sunday of the month communion sunday what better way to break bread than to partake in his communion as we celebrate his birthday the beginning of the full manifestation of his perfect plan, the birth of Christ. So how do we combat the hopelessness that the world is screaming at us? Prayer, focusing on the gospel and serving. Prayer will always lead you to the gospel of Christ. It is in prayer that you learn to hear the voice of God. It is in prayer and the gospel that will lead you when and where to serve even in a ministry. Our minds can only focus on one thing at a time. So when we are praying, we have our focus on the one and only hope in our lives, Jesus Christ and his gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Try it. I dare you. No, I double dare you. To sit at his feet and wait for him to lead and guide you into all truth. John 8.32 And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Prayer is the most powerful tool we have that the Lord has placed in our arsenal. That is why the enemy fights us so hard not to pray. He does this via distractions, unworthiness, or his best argument. You don't know how to pray. I love to use these examples this example, when it comes to knowing how to pray. Luke 18:10 through 14. Two men went up into the temple to pray; the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are—extortioners, unjust, adulterers. Or even as this publican, I fast twice in the week, I give, the t- give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing far off would not even so much as lift up his eyes unto heaven. But smote upon his breast saying, God be merciful to me a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. As you see, the sinner's prayer was simple, honest, and sincere. The Pharisee's prayer was long and boastful. Did you hear all them eyes in there? Psalm one sixteen four 4-8 Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful, the Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. You see, the Lord wants a true, real relationship with each and every one of us. He doesn't want platitudes, eloquent speech, or long-drawn-out trying to impress in prayers. Let me inform you of something. He is already impressed with us. Zechariah 2.8 but thus saith the Lord of hosts, After the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you, for he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. We are his children, so the most powerful prayer is a prayer from our hearts. Earlier I said that prayer will lead us to focus on the gospel of peace. Why? Because the enemy is to- always trying. To distract us with the cares of this world. Remember. I said earlier that the world is chaotic. And that with the chaos brings confusion. And lack of hope. But the gospel brings peace. To a troubled heart. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you unto myself that where i am there ye may be also and whither i go ye know and the way ye know philippians 4 6-7 Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. John 16.33 These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation." But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That, Isaiah 26.3 Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusteth in thee. So. As you can see. Prayer will lead you to focus on the gospel. When you focus on the Lord's word. He will give you peace. When this happens. He will lead you to serve i have a dear sister in christ that received a touch from the lord as she set out to do a new ministry the lord led her to do brenda would you mind testifying about it
1: hi my name is brenda dutcher and i attend um assembly of god church i wanted to be into the ministry so i went clean the nursery yesterday it took me five hours and ever since then, I've been crying in the nursery, crying and crying and crying. God has touched me in a way that I've never been touched. And I just thank him every day because he has touched me. And it's a good feeling to be touched by the Lord. So I would advise y'all to to listen to what D- Dayla says and it will touch y'all hearts as well as mine. I surrendered all to Jesus and nothing can change me because without him I am nothing and I don't claim to be anything without him because without him I cannot make it so I'm just letting y'all know that it's very true and very right that y'all serve God thank you and God bless y'all thank you so
0: very much Brenda Conveniently, the Lord has led her to do this at the start of this Christmas season. How? Through a life of prayer, focusing on the Word of God. How powerful is this to be able to have a living example of a life in Christ? Remember the poor shepherds who were watching their flocks by night? Luke 8-14 a savior which is Christ the Lord and this shall be a sign unto you you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace good will toward men and it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to uh, another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. When I read this, I asked the question, what was so special about those shepherds that the angel of the Lord was sent to them? I read through this whole scene and found it. They had to be praying, pondering on his Torah truths. The world was in total chaos under the rule of evil rulers of that time. Just like us, they must have been looking at the heavens, praying for protection over their flocks, over themselves, for their friends and families, etc. I could just see them in deep thought, deep in prayer. Then what happens? An angel of the Lord came to them with great news. What was the great news? The gospel of Christ. Oh, what glad tidings. There was a Savior born in Bethlehem. A Savior for the world. Someone to remove all the chaos from the hearts of men. Then what happened? They were sent. Sent where? To see the wonderful miracle that was made manifest. Then what happened next? They went into all the world proclaiming, what they had seen and heard doesn't that sound like the great commission matthew twenty-eight nineteen 19 through 20 go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i commanded you and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world amen So when chaos and confusion come to bring fear, doubt, and unbelief to our hearts, when the enemy tries to whisper in our ears that this is the worst Christmas ever, or loneliness comes knocking on your door to say to you that you are so alone. Pray, focus on the word of the Lord, and serve. Do this with a cheerful heart, not pretending to be cheerful. But finding cheer from the rest of the Lord. That he has placed in each and every one of our hearts. Because what did he tell the disciples? I am coming back. I am coming back for those who endure to the end. Who have run their race with me as their prize. I'm coming back for all who have believed with great faith and made me lord over their lives i used to have this magnet i loved it it said wise men still seek him if you do not know the lord jesus as your personal lord and savior let me introduce you to him it is really simple first you must acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a savior according to the mirror of the law of the lord Ask Him for His forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to Him. Thank Him for His forgiveness. Then forgive those who have sinned and transgressed against you. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let Him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in His Holy Word. Ask Him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you. But this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you. Because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins. And ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart. As my Lord and Savior, take complete control of of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name. Amen. For those of you who have made the decision to follow after Christ, I want to welcome you to the family of God. Please let me know of your decision by commenting or emailing me at my1littleafmp number one, little afmp, at aol.com I would love to rejoice with you as all of heaven is rejoicing over your decision. You can also let me know of any prayer requests you may have by emailing me at the email address. Remember, I love you with the love of the Lord, but Jesus will always love you more.